0: Welcome to the Westridge Young Adult Podcast. I am April Chandler
1: and I'm Brad Chandler.
0: Today we're going to talk about a little bit more about the quarantine and what to do in the midst of it. It'll be a short podcast.
1: Yeah, there was a few things we touched on last week that we have thought a little bit more about. I've had specific conversations with some young adults about some of this stuff and so thought we could elaborate. On some of that, and plus the quarantine got extended here in Georgia for a few more weeks. So, figure we talk about it now versus later so it can be helpful. But before we even get into that, wanted to let you guys know that there are multiple opportunities to engage in Easter at Westridge. If you've already got somewhere to engage with Easter, that is awesome. Do that. And we hope you enjoy it, celebrating Jesus together wherever it is and however that looks like for you this year. But if you're a part of the Westridge family or you just have nowhere to connect, uh, we would love to invite you to be a part of the Westridge experiences online. We've got a Good Friday service, which is going to go live tomorrow at noon. And then we've got five identical Easter services that will be live on Saturday and Sunday. And so if you'd like more information about any of that and would like to watch any of that, you can just go to slash Easter and you can find all the info right there.
0: Awesome. So with Easter being so different this year, how has it been on your end? The staff, how's the staff and the pastors, have you guys felt about this and, and trying to make online? Easter celebration special and yeah. meaningful for people. It's like
1: weird. It's it's bittersweet because there actually are a lot of people engaging with stuff online right now, which is really cool. But you, I mean, at least I, always want to be with people. And Easter weekend is one of the biggest weekends that people actually come to church yes. physically and show up. There's a lot of people who only come twice a year. Maybe some of you who are listening only go into a church twice a year and so we all hate that we're not actually doing it physically but then there's this other part of it that's kind of unique and I guess neat just because of what it is all of us are going to be able to be at home for Easter this year like that (laughs) never happens for a church staff like you're always working on Easter so in that way it's kind of neat and everybody yeah
0: we don't do Easter baskets um Easter morning do we
1: not usually
0: yeah, I have to wait for you to come home or...
1: Or do it Saturday night. Or
0: do it, yeah, the day before.
1: Yeah. So we'll have the whole Easter day together, which is nice, but it's still a bummer that we won't be able to do Easter yes. with everyone at church. So yeah, mixed feelings, but praying and knowing and believing that God's still going to use it and still going to you know, help people understand who Jesus is and the gospel and why the cross and the resurrection change everything.
0: My last trip to Target was, like, right before the shelter-in-place mm-hmm. encouragement went out in Georgia, and...
1: Encouragement.
0: <laughs> it was uh, a sign thing. Yes, it's, it's not, a mandate. I don't know. Whatever it's called. I was at Target, and I, was, I knew it was about to come, so this was, like, my last trip. I was being super conscious, careful, whatever. But I was walking by the, like, clothing department, and I saw all these cute dresses, then in the kids' area, like, nice shoes, you know, all the normal Easter attire, mm-hmm. and I just, like, shook my head as I walked by, like, none of this is, nobody's going to be dressing up for Easter this year. Yeah.
1: It's all obsolete this year.
0: I mean, we still could, I mean, you could but... still
1: dress up Eastery if you wanted.
0: Yeah. Just well,
1: Just for the people in your house.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Take a picture on the porch.
1: Yeah. Just do in our Easter vest. Just do a pick for Insta.
0: <laughs> for our indoor service in front of the television.
1: Yeah. That's the thing we're trying to figure out is how to do Easter for our kids and keep teaching them why Easter's such an awesome thing and why it's such a big deal and but it, we're going to be at home like we have been every day for the past three yeah. three or four weeks. and So it's trying to make it special, trying to make it an awesome experience, while it also being very similar to every day in quarantine.
0: My sister and her boyfriend have a Easter Bunny costume. Each of them have Easter Bunny costumes, like uh, Mrs. Easter Bunny and Mr. Easter Bunny, whatever they're called.
1: It's Mr. and Mrs. Bunny.
0: Okay, that's shorter. I like that. <laughs> So they've talked about um, sneaking into our yard and putting eggs hiding eggs around while they're wearing their costumes and then have the kid we can have the kids peek out the window and see the Easter bunnies
1: and then we could go out ahead of our kids and spray each egg with lysol <laughs> before the kids go around to touch the eggs
0: they said they' they haven't been opened in like a year they okay. just have toys in them
1: yeah, but they. Touched, I think they're
0: from last year. They but they them to put probably them out. touched the eggs. We true. can't be too. Careful. We'll just leave them out for twenty four hours.
1: There you go. Forty
0: eight hours. It'll be like a week, and the, then
1: the kids can watch them hide them, <laughs> and then they have to wait three days to go find them.
0: <laughs> we can put gloves on them. They can hunt eggs in gloves.
1: We'll put them in a hazmat suit.
0: It's like Halloween when you have to inspect all the kids' candy and make sure there's no razor blades in it. Yeah. So we'll just be like, we need to take all these eggs and sanitize them first.
1: Yeah. That'd be fun.
0: That sounds like a funny
1: Quarantine stuff. egg hunt.
0: <laughs> Almost as fun as going grocery shopping <clears throat> and bringing everything home and trying to keep everything at home from getting contaminated.
1: Yeah. Quarantine life.
0: Yeah. Hashtag.
1: Speaking of. So there's two kind of basic things we thought we'd talk about today that are just elaborations of what we talked about a little bit last week. But um, the first one connects to what I just talked about with Easter. Like, we're trying to make Easter this cool experience and a celebration with our kids, even though we got to stay at home and be in the same place that we've been with the same people we've been for almost a month now. And so there's no, like, special going anywhere. There's no... Our family's bringing a nice meal over, which is super nice of them to do. But aside from that, there's not a lot of anything different other than what we just do that's different. So that kind of plays into the challenge that I think we, me and April both started to feel, but I definitely started to feel it with work and being at home with the kids and trying to have a semblance of a normal life while the rhythm of my normal life is totally off. And so that's what we touched on a little bit last week. But The thing that I had to start leaning into more and and talked about with a few young adults this week was just the need for a calendar and blocking out your time, which we've talked about on this podcast at some point last year or the year before, but how it's such a useful tool like right now. Because if you've got a week, I mean, the week's start to blur and like, Go together now. It's yeah. hard to know what even day it is. I don't know is. what day
0: it is. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: like is it Thursday? Is it Monday? I don't know. The days are exact same, and we're around the exact same people, and there's no schedule to keep us on track. And that's
0: kind of depressing if you just let it flow that way.
1: Yeah. And the other, the other d- challenging and and potentially negative thing to that is the gaps can get filled in by things you don't want them to be filled in with. Yeah. So you could fill them in with food and eating,
0: which I think all of us
1: are feeling the temptation for, like, oh, I don't have anything to do. I'll just eat. But there's also a huge temptation, and this is a big deal for, um, I mean, from 11 years years old up, is pornography is a huge temptation for a ton of people, not just guys. Guys tend to be the majority, but really for anyone, is this access to information and Most of the internet companies are giving everyone unlimited data for this time that we're all in quarantine. And so if you have isolation and you have access to information and you have zero accountability because no one's around you anymore, there's this huge temptation for pornography and just sexual temptation in general that we have to really guard against. And so, and it's not just that. I mean, there's all kinds of other things you could not want to do yet find yourself doing, like watching Netflix for Eight hours in a row. Like, I don't think most of us would say that's what we wanted to do, but some of us wound up doing that when we probably could think of a lot better things we want to use our time for. Some of us want to read books, some of the things April talked about last week. Like, there's so many things that we could use this time for, but are we actually using the time for that becomes the question. And even from last week to this week, the answer seems to be from a lot of people And and even from us sometimes as well is no, (laughs) like we're not using the time we actually want to use it for, even though there's some opportunity to do some things we don't typically get to do. So how can we do that? And the calendaring thing for me is a big part of that solution.
0: The cool thing about a calendar is that you can put anything in it. So if you it's your calendar, your choice, if you do want to spend eight hours watching something on Netflix, you can put that in. Yeah. But you know you're not doing it every day.
1: Yeah. If you want to block out a whole day to watch both of the latest Avengers movies, because that's like seven hours of movie, uh, and you want to watch Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame back to back, you could do that. Just schedule it. So it's not about limiting freedom. It's actually about giving you more freedom. Yeah. But at the same time, when you do that, let's just say you did lay out seven hours to watch movies. Then you see that on your calendar and you're like, okay, well, I'm already giving seven hours to movies here. I probably want to use some other time for some other things like reading, like working out, like, you know, Zoom calling my family, like, you know, whatever those things are. I want to spend some time with God in the morning. I'm going to block that out for, you know, however long, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever time you you want to allot to that. I want to spend some time hanging out with my roommate so i'm gonna do that from this time to this time and you obviously got to coordinate that with them to make sure that works for them but it's still giving you structure where there's no structure because the days again can just blur together and there's no semblance of difference between the days because the things that used to differentiate our days like work schedules and school schedules and you know going out to eat dinner or going out to eat lunch with somebody all that's gone now so some of the structure that just happened is now not there. So we've got to put the structure in in some shape, form, or fashion. Mm -hmm. And so I would recommend, and again, we said this a year or so ago, is literally speaking for all of your time every day and like sitting down for a period of time, whether that's the beginning of each day or the beginning of each week and mapping out your week and really accounting for every, if you want to do it in hour blocks or if you wanted to do it in you know two hour blocks, but whatever it is, you're you're speaking for that time, because the time will just kind of run away from you if you don't tell it where to go and what to do, which is something that Dave Ramsey says about money. So it's kind of the same thing with time. So if you if I want to play with the boys one afternoon, and I'm like I want to hang out with them, play a game with them, or you know do something fun with them, if I don't schedule it in there, it's either we're gonna run out of time and I'm not gonna do it because something else came up, or I'm gonna forget, or Something's going to come up that day, and I'm going to wind up jumping on that thing. And then I, I wound up losing that time and not using it for what I wanted to do, which was just spend some time hanging out with the boys doing something fun. So that's just one example, but that's kind of what happens to all of us with anything. You might want to have done that that day, but if you didn't schedule it, then a lot of times it doesn't happen.
0: Personally, my my form of scheduling is not really blocks. It's not like yours, but I don't have as many things to get done during the day, as you might when you're working. Mm-hmm. So I have kind of a generic thing where in the morning I want to do these few things. In the afternoon I want to do these few things. Yeah. Because I don't I don't like to be feel stuck in a schedule. Yeah. And if I don't want to do something quite yet, I want to be able to push it off.
1: Yeah. For me, I like looking at my calendar and saying... I know
0: you from, thrive on it.
1: Yeah. yeah. If yeah. I see from 7:30 <laughs> a.m. All the way until 10.30 p.m., if I can see what I'm doing all day, I love that. Like, I love knowing what the day is about to hold and that I planned that. Mm -hmm. Like, I like that feeling. Mm -hmm. And being able to see that for the whole week is good for me. But for April, that feels like you just put handcuffs on her. And she feels constrained. And she's going to even try to mess that up on purpose to a degree. (laughs) Because she doesn't want that specific of plans and she wants to feel the freedom of being able to kind of do whatever she's feeling.
0: But there are times when we like specifically with trying to homeschool the kids right now, if things start to get really overwhelming, my normal way of working doesn't work anymore. And so then I do enjoy a schedule because it takes away the stress of that chaos. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like whatever your personality type is like, you can find Somewhere in there that applies to you and would work for you. But the point is, don't just let your days go by without having plans. Yeah. Having something spoken for. Thinking, and especially, like, maybe you don't really have anything you have to do. But you enjoy, or you used to do certain things. I was thinking about this recently, like, starting a project Um, And then literally putting that on a schedule so that you actually do the project and don't just lose your days. Because that's where it it does get to where you're you're not happy with yourself at the end of the day when you've spent the whole day snacking and eating or being places on the Internet you know you should not be or don't want to be. So, yeah. yeah. Hopefully that's an encouragement and hopefully that gives you guys some ideas for how to spend your time right now.
1: Yeah, and we're only saying all this because we have struggled in this Mm -hmm. of finding the structure. Like we've had to recommit to structure again because of how much of it has been stripped away due to having to be in quarantine and self-isolation and social distancing and all those things that we need to do right now. But at the same time, there were some things that came out of that structure that we still need. So reinserting that structure in the new context of the coronavirus and and everything that that entails. But one of the things that you just said about the just order in the chaos, like that's, to me, that's always been the thing for this. Even when when there's not a quarantine, like just normal life, when it comes to having some structure in your weeks and in your days and your time is just this idea of order and chaos. Because if there is... Well, there's several verses we could reference. I mean, one is without vision, the people perish. Like you have to know kind of what you're going towards. What's the, th- what's the goal? Um, but then you see the very beginning of creation where God comes in to just the void of emptiness and darkness. And he starts to create. Like he cr- creates systems and he creates night and day. And he creates this passage of time. And he creates environments where life can thrive. And it actually comes out of ordering things, Yeah. like putting things in their places. And so life comes out of that. Now, again, the degree in which we order things between me and April is different. I like things more ordered than April does. For me to thrive, I need more order. For her to thrive, she needs a little bit less order. But there's still order. Like, you still have to have order. And even for her, who likes less of it, if there's none, she's stressed, and it, she, starts to, she starts to feel defeated, and she starts to feel down, and then she doesn't get anything done, and it doesn't promote life.
0: Right, that's so true.
1: So at the end of the day, I mean, there is something to this idea of speaking for your time and having order, and God using that and uh, enabling us to do that, and even showing us what that looks like, because that's what He does. Like when He comes in, He brings this order in the chaos and the stress and he helps us make sense of it all and he enables us to really thrive and and uh, find life so
0: i feel like that's like what you just said made me think of how the way that god is we're made in his image that is in us all to be able to do that to be able to create order in the chaos and bring life and mm-hmm. beauty to whatever we're doing wherever yeah we find ourselves yeah. So that's encouraging.
1: The other big thing with the quarantine that we've sensed and felt and April, touched on this more than I did last week, is about just relationships and being intentional with people, and that also takes some discipline. And I think can connect to this whole scheduling thing because mm-hmm. if you're like, man, I really, you know, I, I haven't talked to my family in a week, or I haven't talked to my best friend that I used to see, you know, two or three times a week, but now that we're social distancing, I don't get to see him anymore. Or, whatever. I mean, there's so many examples of connections and relationships that probably happened a lot more frequently before this COVID-19 pandemic. And now those have been cut back drastically. And so now it's about being intentional with making sure you're staying connected to people. And maybe it's even staying connected with people that you weren't as connected with before this. And yet now you realize you need to stay more connected to them. And a huge part of this is the accountability of just checking in as a human being of how are you doing, like having a place to vent and to share stuff and to hear how someone else's life is going outside of your four walls because that's the only place you can stay. So it helps just to hear other people's perspectives and not just in a video format where you're watching somebody previously recorded, but you're having a conversation with somebody. And so even making it a point to call mom or dad, call your brother or sister, call your best friend. Reach out to the, you know, the people in your life that you have a connection with and really have some conversations, like really talk and, and keep the conversation going with whether that's text messages or multiple calls in a week, but not making it just a once a month check in kind of a thing, but actually having multiple points of contact and multiple conversations.
0: I went for a walk yesterday in our neighborhood and two of my neighbors who I'm friends with were outside. One was sitting like on one side of her driveway and the other one was sitting on the other side of her driveway. And they were just chatting and then there was one across the street that was sitting out there on the driveway. And so I just walked up and I was like the fourth part of the corner and we were all like completely separated, but we just chatted for a while and that felt so good. And I've done another thing that um, I've seen people do on Facebook where you just meet friends in a parking lot somewhere and you either sit in the back of, in the trunk of your car if you have a, a car that works like that or you have like a fold-out seat that you just pull out and everyone just sits around and chats for a little bit. Yeah. You can bring your dinner or, mm-hmm. you know, make it kind of fun.
1: Especially if there's any of you that are filling you know, some version of depressed, not that you're clinically depressed or anything, but you're, you're being affected by yeah. the fact we're all affected by this, like yeah. not being around people physically has an effect on all of us. And so you need to, one, just be able to self-diagnose and be aware of if you're being affected by that. And you might need some time to literally be around somebody while still observing, you know, the guidelines, the health guidelines we're all under right now. And there, there are some ways There's some ways to do it. Zoom calls and FaceTime and all that stuff. That's that's one easy. That's probably the easiest way. But if you wanted to be around somebody physically, you just got to be smart about it and also try to actually do something because doing nothing is not really going to be the solution. So this applies to everyone too because I know sometimes those of us that are introverts or extroverts we can start to use like our personalities as either a reason to connect or not connect or whatever and. You know, I'm fine because I'm introverted and April's more introverted in general, but yet you're not feeling this whole time. This is not, this is not No, awesome. I
0: definitely need to be around yeah. people. Yeah.
1: And I'm more extroverted in a lot of ways. I have had my personal interactions cut way down from what I'm used to. Yeah, And so part of the thing that's really helped me with that is doing these intentional connections and calls, things like that, but also staying busy for me helps that like people who are wired up to have personal connections because there's no real way for me to completely do everything I used to do and fill in all those gaps relationally so then just to stay busy is helpful for me to continue to feel as though I'm accomplishing goals and still Brad getting has stuff like done. like three
0: projects going on right now yeah, they're all got, connected. We've got
1: house projects there's health projects of, as far as oh, diet yeah. and working out yeah. there's there's all kinds of things we're doing at the house. And then, and then I'm still getting stuff done and, and working as well. So all those things help me staying productive. But relationally, I mean, we've got to continue to connect with each other. I saw
0: yeah.
1: one of the commercials that was on, I think, Hulu one night came on about social distancing doesn't mean we have to stay socially distant. And I was like, you know what? So true. That is true. And that's true, like, in general, but it's also true of the church. Like, we've got to continue, as God's people, like, to continue to connect to one another, encourage one another. The whole thing of church, like, church is people and it's relationships. So if you're saying we can't be around each other anymore, well, then we just got to find another way to still be connected and still be in relationship, which can happen without being together physically. It just means we got to be a little bit more creative and and intentional.
0: I feel like it can be sneaky sometimes where you're just like, hey, I'm fine. But it eventually catches up with you. So I think even just knowing it's for your own good, even if you're not thinking, man, I miss people or whatever. I knew, I really miss work or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, just do it anyway because you know it's good for you. Kind of like eating healthy or working out. Just do it. Yeah. That's my encouragement.
1: Yeah. Well, those are encouragements for us. Those are things we're working on currently in the quarantine and as of now we're planning on having the next few podcasts not be all about quarantine and not be all about coronavirus because there is plenty of that to talk about about that yeah i'm I'm tired of hearing about it i don't know if you are but and it's not that there's conversations that don't need to happen there because it's all affecting us but that's why the past two weeks have been about that but the next few weeks we're going to try to Make it about some other things, maybe even have some guests and we f fi- I think we figured out how to record some audio from online conference calls, so we'll try to have some guests here in the next few weeks. But
0: Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, it'll hopefully be it'll, it'll be good. Yeah. But we maybe love you better guys. Better than ever. Better than ever. <laughs> better that's than right. Ever. We love you guys. E.
1: We appreciate all of you. And know that Westridge Church and us, we're all here for you if you need us information about young adults is always where we tell you at the end of the podcast but you can also email me directly if you'd like C at Westers.com. you can still call the church 770-222-2125 i'm extension 318
0: you can get involved in groups with young adults if you'd like that's still yeah an option
1: or in general if you're not a young adult you can still get involved in groups uh just go to westers.com and there's going to be options to get in even online groups just for while we're in this pandemic and then the last thing I'll mention is Westridge Cares is a new initiative we started a few weeks ago and this is
0: really cool I like it
1: if you know someone that needs some help like with groceries or or something like that you can point them in that direction to where they can request some assistance some, some groceries or something like that Or if you want to help somebody in need, you can sign up to help somebody as well. Same place. So westridge.com, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see a big button talking about Westridge Cares. And there's a picture of a grocery bag and everything. You click on that, and it'll give you more information about how to sign up to either get help or to be the help. And so if you want to do that, that's an option for you. But keep encouraging each other. Keep loving each other. Keep remembering that God is always with you. He never leaves you. never forsakes you. We will see you next week on the Young Adult. Well, let's see. I missed it.
0: The Westridge there you go. Young Adult Podcast.
1: Perfect. Nailed it. Nailed it. Love you.
0: <laughs> Bye.
1: For more information about Westridge Church and our young adult ministry, please go to westridge.com.